This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. Bahumia. Oh, oh, my goodness. Crass, dude. Crass. See Young yourself. Prostrate yourself. I'm so sorry. Prostrate sorry, yourself. guys. We got Bastion here I drank with a us. big seltzer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, but we got Jake Hurwitz here. Hard one, Surefoot. Ew. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, we're doing comments this time. Okay. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, too spicy for the Bear Prince's honey. Ooh. Ho, ho. Mm. And Caldwell Tanner. Uh, Belcherly Togold the Fifth. Milk Boy. <laughs> Milk Boy. Milk Boy. Milk Boy and Honey Man. <laughs> the Coming worst <laughs> superhero team in history. It's Whoa. biblical. It's biblical for Bombed. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bombed at the box office. Wow. It was a DC Can't property. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's do a little recap. So okay. last week, you guys defeated the Bear Prince, freed the Honey Goblins and Dryads, Woo. and reunited Durlin and Cran. It turned out that the Dryads were actually Eladrin, the fey equivalent of High Elves, whose personalities and appearance are supposed to change depending on which season they were in. However, despite being in spring, these were winter Eladrin and were sad as hell. Insufferable, really. Yeah, mm. they had very bad personalities. I just want to pet your dog. I mean, they're, yeah, they're introverts. It's fine. You know, yeah. some people need to recharge for a thousand years. <laughs> Cran surmised that the curse of Queen Cirilla must be quite mighty for it to be affecting even Eladrin this far out. You were then horrified to find out that many of the honey goblins you freed were actually gnomes. You know, it's, it's a teaching moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you free a honey goblin and it's a gnome. Mm. Life is a box of honey goblins. <laughs> uh, the gnomes offered to reward you by taking you to their tavern in the nearby city of Freespire. It took some serious convincing by Cran and Durlin for you to agree, but you finally did and set off, leaving the glown-up couple to bone in their oh. new hideout and protect their family while the rest of you set off to find Bev's dad. Yep. 
And that's where we are now. Great. Can we begin right in their chambers? Yeah. yeah. Can, can you just role play that by yourself? Right. Yeah. yeah like, so Cran is riding Durlin. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. So she's yes, the top. Girl. Yeah. So let's cut over to you guys. You're walking with these gnomes to the city of Freespire. Uh, the gnomes explain to you along the way that this is a free city, not pledged to the Sealy or the Unsealy court. Uh, and this uh, is in the exact same location that Frostwind is in the mortal plane. Huh. Uh, so you guys hike for a bit through the forest. You see some actual dryads and some more like streams. And <laughs> Actual um, dryads? Yeah, certainly. They, I'll definitely they... stop and chat one up. Oh my God, hey. Hey, uh, Moonshine, what's your name? Trina. 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 Yeah. Is there like an apostrophe in there? No, it's just like tree and then Ina. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. Well, Trina, uh, we were going to hit up, a, I don't know if you ever heard of a little club called the Nat Cap. La, I'm the bartender. Oh my God, you know the bartender there? Yeah, he's going to hook us up with free drinks. We kind of saved his life and the lives of his people. Anyways, I'm going to be there. So just do what you will with that. Yeah, if you guys want to roll deep. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage to get these dryads to roll deep with you. I got a three and a four. Oh my god! We have no game. Can I like? Can I spike the earth with magic to help this dryad? Oh my god! Do you know what this means? Is that my love affair with Tris, even though I was stringing her along and not emotionally invested with her, it was still me being fucking hoodwinked and manipulated. I can't land someone on my own good graces. Uh, you see, uh, Trina just kind of goes like, "That's really cool. We're actually kind of busy tonight, but um, hey, what's your name?" Uh, she looks at the gnome. It's Bergen. Maybe we'll swing by sometime. I don't know, but like not tonight. We're just like kind of busy. I'm sorry that our magic cool. dog. I'm sorry that our magic dog is peeing on you. Yeah, that was part of it, to be honest. <laughs> um, I I drink the flask like a baby goat. <laughs> just like <laughs> go to town. I pat her on the back. It's okay. You got game. Don't worry. I, I catch up with Moonshine. Dude, that was epic. You talked to <laughs> Trina. How are you? Even yeah, just, you're just like, yo, we're rolling. Like that's fucking sick. Hard one. I noticed oh, that you that were just so staring nice. directly forward the whole time. I was trying to do that like smoldering thing. I was giving, <laughs> I was giving him the shark eyes by accident. <laughs> just the dead eyes. I'm you sorry, guys. It, I did a little bit. Yeah, I was standing behind Moonshine and I was like, you know, three of them, three of us. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I goofed it too. So Moonshine, sorry for making this you less cool. cool. Y'all, I'm honestly just kind of tickles my heart that you're even impressed that I uh, went up yeah. there. That kind of makes me, you know, I feel more confident. It takes, a lot, of, it takes a lot of bravery to shoot your shot. You yeah, know? and shoot it I did. You yeah. know what? I'm going to say a normal thing. We're getting you laid tonight. <laughs> Both of you. Okay. Are you talking to Moonshine and Belnor or Moonshine and me? <laughs> I'm kind of like looking past everyone so I don't have to make a proclamation. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I fixed Bev's hair and we go on. Right. Uh, you guys continue on and you guys get to Freespire, the city of unaligned creatures of all different types. Uh, but you do see, like Frostwind, there is a giant wall. Um, but their wall looks very different. Uh, it is still springtime here. It is still, um, sun is still constantly uh, in position of like a sunrise uh, and there's this big stone wall here exactly where the frost wind wall is uh, except this one is stone and covered in moss and plant Ooh. overgrowth it's quite beautiful uh, you see uh, the gnomes go come on let's go inside 
All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, you see, they yeah. walk over. Um, Biggin uh, walks up to some of the vines. You see the vines shoot up. Um, like your grasping vine moonshine uh, has I like hold kind out of my vine flask nerd? for it to fill up. Yeah, kind of like uh, an intel. It gives like an intelligent swivel. Um, and Biggin goes, "We live in the gnome district. I own the uh, nightcap. These are our guests." Uh, and you see the vine kind of nods. <laughs> the vines start grabbing um, the gnomes and passing them up. Uh, what do you guys do? I place my ass on the vine. Uh, wraps uh, itself around your ass. Um, and like you're crowd surfing, but up, uh, you are passed up the wall. I try to put my ass on the vine, but I slip off and kind of go <laughs> sideways. Uh-huh. Yeah, you see the vine tries to grab your ass because uh, clearly that's what you want, but it can't get a good it's, grasp it's of right, it because it's there's right no, there. There's no meat. It's there. right there. Uh, grabs your legs. That's that's the cheek. That's you the get, cleft. You get dangled by your ankles. Uh, up Fine. This, All right. By these vines. Hard uh, one. Can you show me how to do squats? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask it. <laughs> I jump into the vines and just dead weight them. <laughs> they really laboriously push you up. Uh, you just look like a dead maiden or like a sleeping possessed I'm person. I'm like trying like to do it back. right and think I need to do like as little as possible so as not to interfere. Uh, yeah, the vines uh, push you up. Moonshine is last. Uh, you guys get passed over the city walls into the city. Um, and you see uh, that this is truly a bizarro version of Frostwind. Uh, everything here is made of stone and covered in green moss, including the cobblestone streets, uh, where a normal city might have planters with trees lining the street. These trees seem to just grow naturally out of the cobblestone perfectly. Uh, it's this beautiful marriage of nature and urban life. You see dryads and trolls, spring aladrin and goblins living amongst each other. Sounds like a green teen wet dream. Yeah, this <laughs> This is, this is charming as hell. This is a green cream if ever I've seen one. <laughs> the yeah. green cream. Yeah, it's a pretty nice place, huh, gang? Yeah, it's lovely. Where are you guys from, by the way? I haven't great. seen you around here before. Uh, I'm from Inside a Mountain. Inside a Mountain? Yeah, it's Which dark. one? Uh, Iron Deep. Oh, I don't know where that is. Have you heard yeah, of... Yeah, we're from Bohemia. Oh, sort okay. Sort of a parallel a universe. Plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's neat. Mortal yeah. Plane is a little derogatory, but yeah, that's where we're is from. It? What do you call our place? Uh, the Feywild? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what, what do you call it? Oh, no, it's just that we call it the Gnome Wild. Oh, okay. I like oh, that better, yeah, honestly. Do you? So much, Embrace uh, it. Own it. What's your deal? <laughs> We're going to find yeah. out tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm from the Crick. Oh, I meant just like in general, like, what's your deal? Oh, oh, my. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just sort of, I, I'm, I'm very fertile. I got to put that out <laughs> for oh, all my okay. partners. Cool, <laughs> got to cool, put a little cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's sweet, sweet, sweet. I don't know that I'm necessarily looking for that. But, but like, you know, I'm also just like, I'm living life. I've been engaged many times, but I've never been a wife. Cool. You know? Oh, you know what? That's normal in the known wild, yeah. baby. You know? So that's <laughs> my Always deal. a fiance, never the bride. Yeah. By uh, choice. Maybe we could change that tonight, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'll take on another fiance, but you know, I ain't taking that leap. <laughs> uh, you see the gnomes uh, take you to a little area of town. Uh, the houses start to get smaller. There is like a little gnome district uh, where there are like more gnomes and goblins and fairies that aren't total assholes. Are they honey uh, goblins or just normal goblins? Normal goblins. The honey goblins were like. Are they uh, milk goblins? They're not milk goblins. Okay. They do have like. Uh, they are more like colorful than Ooh. goblins that you would see um, in Bohemia. Instead of being like green or gray or like dark blue or something like that, these have like brighter colors. Colors like they're like purple and red. Skittle goblins. Skittle goblins, cool. as, they, as it were. 
Um, so the gnomes take you to a little tavern called the Nightcap. Um, and uh, you see can that I there's... Can I fit in their little tavern? Uh, hmm. It's You have to bend down, but you can certainly fit in. Cool. Um, you see a swinging wood sign with a little gnome face uh, with a cone cap, uh, and it's got a crescent moon and stars on it. Uh, and you see uh, Biggin walks over. Um, it pulls out a little set of keys uh, and unlocks the door uh, and opens the door. And you see the gnomes go, all right, let's have a drink. I'm excited to have anything that's not honey. Uh, and they all charge in. And you see Beacon goes, come on, gang. All right, let's do Aim it. Into that. I think the charm of the charm of this city is helping me get rid of some of my uh, preconceived uh, gnomeshuns, if yeah, they yeah. were, Oh, yeah. If you we will. come from a different world. <laughs> yes, I got to be honest, Biggin. I have met some very... Deceitful gnomes in my time. We in like the that. I mean, plane. we like to pull pranks. They're, do you guys like to pull pranks? They yeah, weren't. There's a difference we between do. Pranks and 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 whatever and, and murder. they do. We've yeah, met some nefarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're murderers. They'll <laughs> turn on in actual you. canon episodes. Have you met gnomes that are murderers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. We try to work with some, and then they backstab us. <laughs> Did they murder us. someone? I don't know if they murdered anyone, but they had murderous intent, to be sure. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. They backstabbed us. They yeah. Did. Okay. And they front-stabbed what did you, us. What did, you, what did they do, and then what did you do to them? <laughs> Listen, it's been a while, it's been okay? A while. I don't entirely remember, but I do know that yeah. we put our faith in them, and they turned their little gnome backs on us. But okay. you are showing me- Send off in the comments. <laughs> Girl, um, yeah, well, you guys saved us, so I'm just going to hook you guys up with some drinks, and if you guys want to stay, we got some rooms upstairs. Uh, that's cool, too. Yeah. Do you cool. Have, how big a bed do you have here? It doesn't seem like we're going to get too big a bed. You can get a big bed here. It's pretty magical. We gnomes are pretty magical. Thank goodness. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, raise a, I raise a glass, and I say to, uh, to New Beginnings. To their beginnings. Yeah. Let's raise a glass once we get inside, huh? Sounds good. We're outside still. You're outside. I I raised the flask and then realized I'm about to go into his bar with outside liquor, so I try and pocket it. (laughs) Yeah, you see, there's just like one of the gnomes is like, I'm actually the bouncer here. If you could not bring that in, that would be great. Yeah, I'm going to have to search your bag. I put it it in the bag. Yeah, try. (laughs) Try searching the bag of holding. Okay. We don't have to do this. You see Big and like pulls you back. Uh, They're (laughs) weirdly hostile folks, but they saved our lives. Bouncers have such a complex. Valnor's yeah. <laughs> just giving them the shark eyes. <laughs> we have a hard exterior. Don't worry. We're, we're honey soft inside. Uh, so you guys enter the nightcap. Don't talk about honey oh, sorry. around them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Get the honey. Oh, oh, God. Can't shake it. Uh, you guys enter the nightcap, and you see inside is a nightclub. Quite literally, a nightclub. You see, as it opens, this room is like magical, so it expands. So hard one, you need to like duck to get in. Moonshine, you need to duck to get in. Once you're in there, it is so much bigger. It is. This- it's TARDIS rules. Yes, huge room. Uh, there is a glass floor, and underneath it, an endless night sky full of glittering stars. Occasionally, you'll see one shooting across the floor. Um, the club itself is dark, but there are floating white yellow orbs that look like stars. Music thumps and the lights thrum in sync with it. Uh, the gnomes lead you over to the bar. Uh, they leave the door open so that like other patrons can come in and stuff. Right now it's just you guys and the gnomes. Super, they're super excited. Everybody's ready. They're like, yeah, I'll take this. I'll take this kind of potion. I'll take this. Give me a flying potion. Give me a healing potion. I'll take like, this. We got to the bar really early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's huge and empty. So they rush over to the bar. Is it happy hour? Oh, yeah. Biggin gets behind the bar. He's like, for you, you guys are drinking on me. Um, do you have anything in a collector's mug? 
Helja, I've got a collector's mug for you. Okay, whatever comes in that. Um, you see he pounds a mug down in front of you, um, does like a little flick of his arcane wrist. Uh, you see it instantly fills up with ale, and he goes, pound that, buddy. Yes, sir. I uh, do it. <laughs> I go ahead and make constitution saving throw, because okay. you're just a boy. I'm, I'm serving boy. minors. That's a one. I'm going to reroll that. Wait, but wouldn't that. Bev be immune to alcohol? Oh, I'll say you'll have you'll have resistance to it. You can yeah. roll with advantage. Ooh. That's another one. Do I get to reroll ones multiple times? No, just once. Okay, uh, so. But you get it with advantage, so roll a second time. Okay, so here's what happened. I rolled a one. Uh-huh. I rerolled that. I rolled a 15, and then I rolled a one. So you got a 15. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then constitution is a 17. Okay. Bev pounds a beer like a champ. He gives you this um souvenir mug. Uh, it oh, looks, yeah. It looks like... um. A gnome face, uh, and it's got a top that's like a little gnome hat uh, it, with the cone hat, a little nightcap. Like a tankard? Yeah, it's a tankard. Oh, uh, Erlin so is going to love this. You push it open. You down the beer. You place it down. Instantly fills back up with ale. This is an endless tankard of ale. Okay. Huh, right. Whoa. <laughs> long, it's a long night, Bev, so you just take it nice and easy. All right. Do I have to chug this Let's get the I... kid drunk. This is the eternal question. Now would hard one need two still, even <laughs> yeah. though it's endless? I'll have to. <laughs> That's exactly whoa. right. I would. You guys want something fancy? What's your deal? Looks at Moonshine. Wow. You keep singling me out. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, I, I'm like kind of liking the vibes you're putting you know? out there. You look like an Aladdin, but you're different. Like kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what do, what's the mo- what's like the gnome drink? Gnome drink? Yeah, like You know, what? we like all different kinds of stuff. I'll give you something I think you're going to think's a lot of fun. Okay, all yeah. Right. I uh, like it. You think you know me already. Oh. Fun little test. You see he puts his mouth on this like little vial of blue smoke, sucks it all in, uh, and then picks up a little vial of yellow smoke, uh, blows his mouth into it, uh, turns into a little vial of green smoke. Uh, he pours it into this drink. You see there's this like little red potion uh, that combines with this uh, green smoke, uh, and he hands it to you, Moonshine. <laughs> Bev clocks the C rating from the health board on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting, t- how old are you, kid? <laughs> that means this Fair place enough. is cool. I huff it up in one in one huff. Okay, you you start to huff it up. Um, you inhale, and the smoke fills your cheeks. And he goes, "Now think about anything that you want to create with the smoke ring." I wanna create a little runway so Papa can have a little a what? fashion show. I wanna create <laughs> okay. a little runway in the club so that. Papa can have a fashion okay. show. Okay, so Moonshine, you exhale and whoosh, this little, not a red carpet, but like what would be a red carpet of smoke unravels from your mouth <laughs> and makes this smoke carpet. Um, and you see Papa looks at Biggin and he goes, yeah, go ahead, kid. Wait, I need, I need one more. I need one more from you right now. Uh, he goes and makes you another one. Uh, and he hits and I blow out some little outfits for Papa. <laughs> uh, you get like a nice little smoke scarf for Papa uh, that goes over his neck. Uh, and Papa struts his stuff on the runway. Uh, walks along the magic smoke. Uh, and you see the gnomes are all cheering. Camera loves you. Oh, I love the gnome folk now. They showed love to my baby. Let's get the possum drunk. <laughs> what are you looking for, bud? Uh, looks at you, hard one. Um, you know, I like uh, I like an upper. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like um, like a vodka Red Bull. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> this is gonna look weird, but I'm gonna make something that I think you're gonna like. 
Trust okay. him, because I love what he made me. Okay, yeah. By you're, all means. Hey, you're if talking I, to the honey man here. All right. If you know somebody that just has arcane, I'll do that too. I don't know what that is. Okay, forget it. Uh, he gets down. <laughs> I was asking for Balnor. <laughs> uh, you see, he gets down. I look judgmentally at Balnor. He gets you down and it. he starts furiously doing push-ups. <laughs> Uh, so do I. <laughs> you get down, you also start doing push-ups. Do he goes like, oh, this will actually be less gross. Uh, he goes over, uh, he takes a bar towel. Uh, he wipes a bunch of sweat from your back. He takes it, he wrings it out. He puts it over a potion vial. He mixes it with his blue potion, and then he mixes it with his red potion, uh, and he gives you this little purple drink in this little cocktail glass. Cool. See how you feel after that one, buddy. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Aliyu, you take it. It works like a potion of cloud giant strength. Your strength shoots up to twenty-seven, and Whoa. you are like a little drunk. Holy but your shit. your arms get enormous. Oh, dude, dang. dude, you got a pump on. Yeah, good. Uh, this is absolutely. I didn't realize this was a club. You said it was yeah. a club, but this I'm feeling like. Curb energy right now. You're making me forget Rear. them dryads. Uh, Balnor, you want to take a lap? <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I get the same thing? <laughs> That's true. Both of y'all need to take it and then work the runway. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Balnor, uh, sure. Balnor pounds one back. Balnor gets just so fucking thick. Like Balnor looks like one of those world's strongest men guys, just with the power gut and just just enormous oh, arms. No. He's just busting out of his armor a little bit. Yeah. Oh. What? Can I also, Why am I gross? Why am I, I gross when I do it? Can I also get one of those so we can just do like a beefy run walk? Yeah. Uh, okay. Gives it to you. Uh, puffs you up. Uh, gives one to Bev. Bev's all buffed up. All right. Bev, Bev looks ridiculous. Dancing. You have no neck now. <laughs> That's right. My head's the same size, but I have a human body now. Yeah. Just enormous pecs. <laughs> I want to have a really like intimidating eight pack. God, we're like a deviant art page. <laughs> Dang. How long does this last for? Just an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hard, hard one is devastated. Do you, I can give you one to go. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, yeah. we got a flask. No offense. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you guys a couple things on your way out. Yeah. Is anyone super evil within an hour of here? Oh, yeah. Okay, just get to know. Yeah. Yeah, if you, I don't know what sort of uh, neighborhood politics y'all got going on, but if you got like maybe like a mafia kingpin you want us to rough up, we could always do that yeah, in the next hour. Honestly, I haven't been too involved in the local uh, politics because I've been a honey goblin for like six months. Sure. Uh, so I'm yeah, just kind of happy that. to have my business back. Honestly, dude, I just came here to dance. Yeah. yeah <laughs> what that's kind of music true. do you guys like? We're going to thrash so hard now that we're our strength is so high. Oh my God. Yeah. Can we, can we just <laughs> If go that's the case, bump? like Prodigy. Like, put on, like, some in insane... Like How does it feel? <laughs> Do you need justice? It's going to play Orgy. Like Blue Monday. Yeah, it's Blue Monday. How does it feel? Oh, man, this, has this bar filled out? Yeah. <laughs> so after, like, a little bit, you see that there are, like, some goblins uh, and some trolls and some other gnomes and stuff come in. Uh, Bingen, good to see that you're open again. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, more people come in. I out from the dance floor. Yeah, we saved him. No yeah. big deal. What Are up, we, Biggin? Send another one my way. We're we're in the yeah, center Brad, of the dance Brad floor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bev is For doing sure, that yeah. like super sweaty teen dance that teens do at bar mitzvahs, mm. where like yeah. they're all kind of dancing in a circle and like freaking out. <laughs> Just like so, so like ripped, and you just have so many emotions going through you right now, uh, and so much yeah, weird yeah, testosterone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonshine is getting so low, and she's like all 
like thrusting hip. Hard one. My balls went back up. Is that normal? I'm like doing yeah, like I'm doing like normal. it's good planks and then like grinding the ground and then doing like sort of like the lizard pose where like one leg is up and then grinding the ground. Oh, you're like doing the crybaby. Yeah. Baldor's like, oh, I'm even less flexible than usual. He's just like so ripped. Uh, he's trying to take a wide stance. He just can't. Uh, oh no. It hurts. It hurts to be me. I keep him propped. Uh, you guys see after a bit, there are more and more people filling into the club and you do see a crew of hobgoblins enter. Uh, you know hobgoblins to be more militaristic and intelligent than normal goblins. These ones have red skin and black hair tied up in knots and long on the sides. I like this vibe, yeah. Yeah, they're wearing plate mail. It's sort of mismatched. Looks like there's some kind of warriors, but probably not from a single kingdom. There are five of them and they plop down at the bar. Okay, I've got a taste for these small folk at this point, so I'm just like going over. I'm like, uh, what's it called when you do like the little uh, train dance? Oh, uh, the conga cha cha, like yeah, a conga line? doing a little, yeah. I'm like doing a little conga line over their way, being like, get in on, get in on this. I pour uh, my endless. Uh, chalice. No, I pour my endless tankard into each of their cups. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had my eyes shut on the dance floor thinking the moonshine <laughs> was right in front of me. So I have not. I've <laughs> <laughs> I pump my fist really hard, open my eyes, and she's uh, gone. You go and you pour a beer for those guys, um, and those guys go, <laughs> I like that. You know how to get around uh, paying the bartender. Yeah, I love beer. Do you guys like beer? We love beer. Hey, my name's Daz, by the way. I'm how a paladin, so I shouldn't be able to get drunk, but like, I've had a lot of beer. And yeah, I think you're it, a, you're fully a kid, man. No, I'm buff. I'm an adult. I'm a big adult man. Me, I was just like I work so hard. I like never take time to myself. I, I and tonight is about me. It's about dancing. It's about cutting loose. It's just like one of those things where you're like way drunker than the people you're talking yeah. to. They're just like, yeah, uh-huh. totally. I scream. I'm just like, wow. I scream. This is self care. And then I break a table in half. <laughs> oh my god! I okay. start crying. Hey, and I'm like, you're right. Okay, this is don't self-care. cry. You know what? Uh, we are you taking see, care. Biggin walks over to uh, Hard One uh, and Balnor and goes, shirtless beating do you guys, guys want to go upstairs? Uh, yeah, we got <laughs> a little get drug you guys dang, a room. A little drug a little room, going on up yeah. there. Get All a right. free room for you guys. Okay. Because we got the kids down here. He's breaking tables. Okay. Hard yeah. One, I need chicken. Do we have chicken? <laughs> um, yeah, we got chicken. We can send some food up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go up there and rally. All right, back Wait, more. you're gonna send some food up. I go behind the bar. Okay, no. I'm gonna help you. <laughs> no. Here's the thing: is I actually know how to cook pretty well, so I can actually probably help you. I've got some snacks up my sleeve. Okay. I can, I can increase your Yelp ratings in one night. Um, hey, Moonshine, I know you. Why don't you just have some water? And why don't you just go upstairs for a minute? We're giving you a free room. You just take a quick power nap. Hard one pivots and walks out back. Onto the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moonshine sees hard one is like, that looks fun. And then she goes out and dances more. Uh, you go back out on the dance floor. I scream at Balnor. Balnor, talk to the hobgoblins. They seem like they have pertinent information. <laughs> uh, you see Balnor goes, all right. Uh, mostly just been drinking white Russians, so I'm not that drunk. <laughs> just really gassy. Yeah. Ugh. I actually need the bathroom. Where's the bathroom? He has bacon where the bathroom is. Uh, Balnor's the milk boy today. Uh, Balnor goes relieves himself and then he joins the um, hobgoblins at the bar. What do you guys do? I guess I will. I probably have like sweat out some of my drinks. I come Mm. back to the hobgoblins and I say, hey, sorry for the, uh, you know, 
Y'all know, y'all look like a military folk. Y'all know about working too hard, playing too hard, that sort of dichotomy. You caught me at the playing too hard moment, but here I am, sweat out a bit of my mischief, and Hey, we're between jobs. We're just trying to relax here, you know? Okay, awesome. I know how it is. What jobs are you between? Because we are actually from the mortal plane, and we're just trying to... You know, get our Mortal bearings. Mortal plane, here. really? Yeah. You don't catch a lot of people from there. I know. That's, that's why I led with it. I thought it was kind of an interesting tidbit. That is interesting. What's your deal? My deal? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing well in the Fey Wild. I might as well just stay You're here. You're just a little goblin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm into the small folk now. They have a good lifestyle. Uh, my deal right now is primarily I am interested in finding that youngin. I point over at Beverly, who's probably humping a table that he broke. Mm. <laughs> and I think I've got a torta at this point. So I'm kind of okay. like, I'm on the floor munching a Beverly, torta. Beverly's eating a, tor- a torta. You can tell that the innards of the torta have fallen out onto his lap and <laughs> oh, he's just eating the it. bread. Okay, Bacon's running <laughs> over there. Oh, okay. I'm holding the plate, giving Moonshine a bad thumbs up. <laughs> At this point, Balnor is pounding Bud Heavies. <laughs> and he's starting to get a little wild. So, Who wants to arm wrestle me? Which one of you hobgoblins wants to arm essentially wrestle? Essentially, my deal is that I'm trying to find this youngin's father, and we're on a bit of a trek, and it's yeah. basically, it's taking us in the direction of the Unseelie, and I'm curious if y'all at Free Spire have had to deal with the Unseelie, because I, I think we might be in for some trickery. Yeah, we actually, uh, yeah, we work with uh, the Unseelie from time to time. I mean, technically, you oh, know, that's you're our sort people, of mercenaries. Yeah, we're mercenaries. I see, yeah, I see. yeah. What kind of work are they sending y'all out for? Hey, you know, a little of this, a little of that. Uh, they've been short on manpower recently, ever since they sent a bunch of troops to go deal with the Seelie over in the Summer Court. Why? Why would they be dealing? I don't mean to be insensitive, but the Seelie are currently frozen. Doesn't seem to need to be dealt with. No, well, that's that's exactly the point. So it's just kind of open season over there now. They got a bunch of frozen halfling knights, can't do anything. Winter Eladrin can't hold the city by themselves, so... Oh, Melora, that is petty. Uh, so just to give you guys kind of a uh, timeline based on your geography, uh, you guys are up in the Spring Court, uh, which is up near where Frostwind would be on the Material Plane. South of you is the ocean that you guys spent several days crossing in your airship the first time you went up to Frostwind. Uh, then to the east is the Summer Court, where Galateron is in the Material Plane, uh, and where the Green Knights are frozen in the Feywild. So for the Unseelie Fey to get from the Winter Court in the west to the Summer Court in the east to attack Queen Cirilla, uh, you can deduce that it would probably take them six or seven days so that's Mm. pretty soon considering how far away uh, you guys are from both well shit y'all i mean this sort of begs the question what do we do i mean do we try to go defend the sealy from the unsealy or do we go to the unsealy to try to stop the root of the problem and maybe try and pay off these mercenaries to go defend the Sealy for us out of our shallow, sad pockets. What would your rate be for defending a city? I mean, you're talking about the Unsealy army, so that's, you know, thousands of troops. We Respect, can't. There yeah. are thousands. So there thousands, are thousands yeah. of soldiers marching on the Sealy Corps. Yeah, right I mean, now. they're, what are they? Like, I don't know, like 50,000, 100,000 guys. Okay, in that the makes winter the difference. Yeah, yeah. We odds. have to go straight to the Unsealy and see if yeah. we can break the curse. Yeah, but we, we, should send in, we should send an animal messenger to Cran and Durlin to be like, like, what are y'all thinking? Or do y'all need a night's sleep before we talk about this? We Why don't we um, talk about it as we're falling asleep in one tiny little bed? Oh, that's so cute. Like that. yeah, but you know, I'm just going to start talking about, like, what do y'all, like, really, like, what is happiness to y'all? 
Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so Bacon walks up to you guys and he goes, uh, you guys calling it a night? Yeah, I'm starting to get hungover already. Yeah, can right. we just get a bunch of apps sent up to our room? Yeah, yeah I can do that. Yeah. Do you, uh, you see, he gives you... Um, we don't need pillows. We'll use apps as pillows. <laughs> he gives you he, he gives you a tray uh, that's like a room service tray, uh, and he shows you that uh, anytime you open it, there's new food there. Whoa. So you so open it, and there's we lobster, you close it. And just open it massively, so there's just... Yeah. Slide off, slide off, <laughs> slide off. Uh, but he brings you guys up to the so room, happy. Uh, and you guys see that the room is exactly like the bar. Uh, it just looks like you're out in space, like the way that you would see, you know, like the walls of an aquarium. It's just like glass, and then you can see the water and everything. It's that, but space. Um, so there's that on all four sides of the room, um, and there's one big bed sitting in the middle of the room of wow, this just insane space room. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One big bed. Yeah, we have trolls here sometimes. So, one, you know. space bed. Yeah. one space, space bed. bed. One space bed. One space bed. One space bed. I jump in the middle. Woo. You guys all get Jibs off. in the center. So you guys all get in a bed and settle down for the night. Um, I lie my back and then I'm like, oh, okay. It's time to talk. It's time to have some sleepover deep talks. I giggle a little bit. <laughs> what? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna try and do some, are we going to try and out Faye the Faye, or are we just going to go on some sort of offensive? Well, we are in a court full of gnomes that are great at tricks. Maybe we should ask their opinion in the morning and see if we can get some potions that would help us in that regard. This is wonderful thinking. Yeah. All right. Now, what's everyone's favorite song? I like I like Sunflower by Ghost Malone. <laughs> Ghost Malone. Sunflower! <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so you guys all go to sleep for the night. Uh, you fall asleep uh, under sleep the glow fitfully. of the stars. Yeah, because we're really, really full. Yeah. I've got the spins, and I can't tell if it's because I'm drunk or because the room is starlight and clouds on all sides. <laughs> it's a it's little, I think it's a little bit both. I did have both, 12 yeah. bud heavies, though, so I'm uh, It looks like you called one up from yeah. the magical broom service. Is there a bathroom? Do you guys think I could just go and oh, I'll just fall into space? Just go pee towards that moon. Uh, you think no, so? I don't. Balmore. Beverly thinks so. What? You're on the inside of the bed. You should really be <laughs> well, on the I'm not going to do it in the bed. I'm going to try to do it in the room, though. You want to? Okay, who wants to? You see Balnor's a little bit drunk, and he's Stands up. Who wants to bet that if I just go on the floor right now, it'll fall into space? I say it does. I say, I say it, does it doesn't. Not. Let's, let's, Bev, let's test it. What do you think? Oh, I'll back up, Balnor. Why okay, not? and you see, you test it with the water, you Balnor. See, you see, Papa joins Bev and Balnor and goes, "Rare, rare, rare." Papa, what is <laughs> this use of your democratic <laughs> privilege? Rare, rare, rare. Maybe it'll work. Uh, uh, hey, the lawyer. The lawyer's convinced me. Okay. Uh, you right. see, Balnor goes over in the corner of the room, uh, squats, and goes, "Well, turn around." Okay. <laughs> he right. turns around. I was already turned around. You mean you want me to turn around and watch? <laughs> you want all of us to look? <laughs> oh no, sorry. I was, I'm a stomach sleeper. No, go Balnor. back around. Go back around. Uh, Balnor relieves himself, um, and he goes, "It's going! It's going! It's falling into space! It's falling into space!" What? Uh, oh. And there's a just little Balnor turd just floats <laughs> off. You fucking, space. you didn't even just piss, you shit. You, de- you tested you with a shit. Was, shit. What, what did you think shit? I was doing? The, the absolute dad man, you did it. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yeah. This is so cool. I'm glad it's floating away, but I can't smell it. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Huh. How about that? <gasps> 
Uh, he gets back in bed. <laughs> Aliens oh, will discover that right. shit. Wipe at yeah, least. Just because you shit at this place doesn't wipe. mean you do I'm from the crick and we at least wipe there. We take a th- we you take don't a, wipe. a thick. Are you kidding me? Do we you? take a thick piece of bark and we go at it. I what? You think I don't have wipes in the bag? Oh yeah, yeah so got wet why don't you use them? I used them. You I threw them the in the space. You near the mithril armor? You have what do you, <laughs> and what near do you the want tuna me to put the wet wipes? <laughs> the, they're in a package. <laughs> you go to a grocery store. You buy some wet wipes. You buy uh, some food. They can be in the same bag. It's fine. I, I don't tell Balnor this, but I'm very close to taking the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's sealed. <laughs> I open up that magical tray for another fucking drink. This time it's just a hard martini on the rocks. Nightcap. Nightcap no. indeed. I just noticed that what we thought were sliders were actually gnomish hamburgers, y'all. That's so funny. That's so cute. I yeah. love these gnome <laughs> folks now. Gnome now we're going to go back to Bohemia, and I'm going to like come with like open arms for these gomes, and then the gnomes of Bohemia are going to fuck me over. Don't think about that right now. Don't They're think gonna about that. They're going to exploit me. As we're drifting off, I think, you know what? Actually, that thrifty swifty is the reason we have Balnor. So maybe gnomes aren't so bad. Huh, it really makes you... <laughs> <laughs> and instantly pass out. Balnor is snoring so loud because he had so many drinks. <laughs> just a real dad snore. I just keep snore. whipping the. Uh, <sighs> I just keep grabbing the pillow I, out um, from wait, under Can him. I do a medicine check to see if I put a breathe right strip yeah, on him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a twenty. Nice. Uh, yeah, you successfully get Balnor to stop uh, snoring. That's put a breathe good, right though. strip on his nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he starts breathing. You know, normally unrestricted. Perfect. Do we get extra HP because of how good a night's sleep we get? <laughs> uh, yeah. No. We, okay. get a, we get a bonus. We each get a bonus plus one to our AC just for the please, day. Just please, plus your just HP? one. Yeah. You want one HP for we the day? Want, for having a good night's sleep? HP. Sure. One, one temp HP. Everybody add one temp HP. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys get in your eight hours in this nice uh, starry room. Um, and after eight hours, uh, you see Biggin shows up with another tray. And he goes... Hey, I got another tray of uh, breakfast food here. <gasps> Biggin, okay. y'all Open are taking such up. good care of us. Hey, you know, we what believe in hospitality. Folk? This is a trick. Oh, this is a trick. Bring it in. I open, I open, bring the, I open it the tray. In. Uh, it's got eggs and sausage and bacon. Oh, sorry, I didn't trust you, man. I I'm thought you were going to us. This is the best hospitality anyone has shown us in our entire travels. Hey, well, you it's helped true. us out, so we got to help you out. Well, I, hos- where I come from, the Crick, hosp- we are all about hospitality. It is our fucking modus operandi, and and here you are, a shining example of it. Hey, you know what? Here in Free Spire, wherever you are, we take care of you. Uh, Small guy, you- big heart. I get the name now. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Oh, wow, it's beans Beautiful. on toast. Yeah. It's a full gnomish. Beans on toast. Okay, some things to work on. <laughs> so where where are you guys planning on heading? I know you're not from around here. Are you guys plan on sticking around for a while, or yeah, we actually want to talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah. Wish we could stick around, but okay. Um, I want to know if I have your confidence. Yeah, I won't. I won't tell any. Okay, anybody anything. We are trying not to align ourselves with Faye politics. Um, although we may have. Somewhat metal with the free folk politics, but that aside, that we did, aside. We did a minor genocide. Oh, yeah. the fairies <laughs> up on uh, Free Fairy Mountain? So yeah. those fairies, fairies to you are what the gnomes are to us yeah. <laughs> in our world. 
Anyways, they can just keep to themselves as long yeah, as you guys said anything. Ignore that. Ignore. Forget we said anything. So basically, basically, I have a breakfast burrito. So basically, I need to ask y'all. We are not trying to pick sides with the sealing, the unsealing, or any of that kind of business. However, we have some friends whose children have been frozen by the dalliances of the unsealy court. Right. Can can we go to the unsealy court under false pretenses? I could give you some potions to make you look like goblins or something. That would be Could you hook us up, please, awesome. kind sir? I could definitely hook you up. Yeah. Yes. And I appreciate again, I appreciate your confidence. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's my people. They're they've been cursed. By the unsealing, we have to do something about Your it. Your friends in the summer court? Exactly, yeah. I hold mm. up the, the iron pendant. Mm. Um, and we heard that the, the unsealing is marching on the sealing right now. Uh, do, you, do you think the fastest way to stop them is to go straight to the unsealing court? I don't think anybody's going to stop them. You think right, that, yeah. But we can't take that. We can't take that army on on our own. Our instinct is tr- to try to stem the problem where it is originating from, which is the unsealy core. Try and be a little more surgical as opposed to a buzzsaw approach. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Bev. That was says, so succinct, the oh, way yeah. you just condensed that information. I had my, um, my speeching... <laughs> I had my speeching patch. <laughs> okay. I think that might be He's a knockoff drunk. one. That might drunk. be a knockoff patch. hard one I'm removes so Bev's speeching patch. <laughs> which way is the, um, the astral bathroom? I think I need to puke. <laughs> Oh, you just go anywhere. It just falls into space. See, I told you. <laughs> yeah. It wipes for you, too. It's like a bidet. Stardust just goes oh, up there. Okay. That's See, you don't uh, have to wipe. You said you did wipe. I, I, yeah. Yeah, actually, um, is using a, uh, is using one of those, uh, wet wipes, is that going to clog up the galaxy? Oh, you can't throw those in space. <laughs> Those will, like, run into a star or... Oh, Lord, did you, you throw one I of those? I didn't. Guys, shh. Guys, be cool. Be cool. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Everyone be cool. Oh, my Lord. Be cool. Are you drinking oh, another Lord. Bud Heavy? I finally, <laughs> I, th- I finally free, trust this right? gnomish for They gave us a basket. <laughs> take they gave us a bucket. <laughs> I take the bucket from Balnor. What? You're Dude. abusing it. Dude. You're... Uh, it is nice, though. I saw the way so you were long. acting with that potion, man. You've called you so many it. tuna sandwiches and butt heavies up here. <laughs> Did you Not really to need to call you tuna? live, man. That was a card. That was a goddamn card. Let me drink. At, least, at least get a tuna melt. Have you ever had a tuna melt? I don't, even, I don't have any fucking stake in this. Just well, following you guys around, tuna? dragging you around, doing doing chest compressions. Let me have a goddamn butt heavy. Balnor. Give your dad a damn butt heavy. I want you to give it to me. Balnor. 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 What? Have you had a tuna steak? One with like some like soy sauce yeah, and all that shit. That soy sauce and ginger on incredible. it. Incredible. Some sesame seeds yeah. on the side. I, I get a tuna steak for him. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you um, rare in the middle. You just uh, really concentrate and think of a tuna steak, and you pull open the platter. And there's a tuna steak there. Balnor instantly cuts into it, grabs a butt heavy, pours himself a nice glass with it. Uh, <laughs> pairs really Christ. well. This is delicious. <laughs> okay, definitely what the, the you, sushi Shine. chef was planning. <laughs> okay, yeah, you want to hook us up with some potions, Biggin? Yeah, I can give you guys some potions, and uh, just a heads up, it's probably going to take you guys like six or seven days to get across the ocean to the summer or the winter court, and based on the mercenaries' timeline, that sounds pretty tight. That's a pretty short window. I pull 
four butt heavies out of the platter. Let's crack these open and go to the unsealy court. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's what I, that's what my gut says. My yeah, gut says that that's what we need yeah. to do. You got to go with your gut, and my gut is roiling from all of the sliders and tortas <laughs> I ate. Uh, so you see, honestly, you mostly ate the bread. Most of the film fell out. Uh, you see, Biggin. Biggin goes. I mean, I owe you guys my life. So if you need a boat, you can borrow my boat. You had a boat. Yeah, I got a little boat. Oh. Wow. Is that going to help us get there a little quicker? No, it'll just help you get there, period. Okay, cool. Great, because cool, cool, you got to cool. go across cool. the ocean. I, cool. I'm pretty good at driving uh, ships. It's kind of like a little gnome party boat, but it can hold like 14 or 15 gnomes, so you guys will just kind of look no silly in it. Oh, like a little fun. party boat. Like a little pontoon? Yeah. Does oh. it have a sound system? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um. All right, Biggin? Yeah. I just want to thank you for your hospitality. And I give him a real wet smooch. Oh, shit. Yeah, you guys make out. So you guys... No, it's not a make out. Okay. I give him like a wet smooch that leaves him wanting more. And then I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Until we meet again. Yeah, Moonshine for real. Seven. I put my arm around Baldor and turn him around. <laughs> wow, why does she like him so much? <laughs> we kind of look similar. Yeah, he's got like a little handlebar mustache. <laughs> He is, uh, Biggin is like a little cooler guy. He's like a little hipster guy. Um, but also Biggin has really shown up with the hospitality. Yeah, Biggin, um, may I, may I scoop you? Yeah. Why not, right? <laughs> That's fun. I, I scoop Biggin and I give him a kiss on the lips as well. <laughs> he makes out with you briefly. <laughs> Whoa. All what? Right. Ah, I thought we were doing it. Oh, no? that's cool. I thought we were going for it. Until we meet again. Come no? on, live it up. I'm glad somebody Just got French in the club. <laughs> I give him a handshake. <laughs> he Sorry, I'm taken. Yeah, it's okay. You're super young. <laughs> I guess also that. Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah, a lot of reasons, a lot of factors. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, you two, it looks a bit hard on Moonshine. <laughs> Either of you comes back in town. Say what's up. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I mean, we got to return the boat, right? I put a business card in the fishbowl to see if we'll get free drinks next time. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you like guys drink for lunch. free anytime you come okay. by. Yeah, free lunch. So you guys see Biggin takes you guys downstairs, uh, mixes a couple potions for you, gives you guys uh, four purple potions. You guys take these and you will look like moon goblins for... 24 hours. Tell me about moon goblins, because if I'm going to go in there pretending I'm a moon goblin, I'm going to have to know a little bit. You got to walk the walk. Okay, think of them as like gnomes, but with like bad luck, just real low status, if that makes sense. That's going to be a real hard pull for me. Yeah. So how do you get, how do you endear someone if you're low status? Goblins tend to just kind of worship the people above them, people in power. So we're just like super asking. Yeah, you're going to be like minions, essentially. Which is pedants. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And um, what do they want to get? Approval, money. Uh, get the money, get the money. Like that? Yeah, okay, sort of like the get honey. Get the money, get the money. <laughs> okay, guys, this is kind of giving me terrible flashbacks. Yeah, I'm fucking with you, man. Yeah, that's cool. I thought you liked pranks. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. It's punching down a I little bit. I clap him on the arm. <laughs> Good man, right. good man. So can you point us towards your boat? Yeah, so um, he throws you some keys. He goes, so it's kind of a little steampunk looking boat. It's got little motors and propellers. You guys, it, it sticks out. You'll see it. Bev has never heard of steampunk, and you say the word, and he's like, that sounds kind of cool. That's pretty dope. Steampunk, oh, yeah. huh? There's going to be some platform Doc Martens on this boat for you to try out. <laughs> the Craig for sure invented steampunk. So, they're just, so Moonshine's just like, yeah, steampunk, yeah. 
Whoa. It's where you uh, find an abandoned uh, car Beth. and you make some art from it. Bev finds a hat with goggles. She's like, does this does this work? Is this good? You like this? What about this, like, what do you guys think if I start carrying, like, a revolver or, like, a musket? Hold on. That's kind of cops. That'd be awesome because, honestly, we haven't been traveling with any rangers and I've got this spell that I really want to enchant mm. a ranger. It's called, like, a flaming something. Right? Yeah, um... Uh, that's a great question. Biggin, do you just have a gun for our dad? <laughs> so you want me to just get your dad a gun? Yeah. You... <laughs> Will you give our dad a gun that's like of equal strength to what he's wielding? Oh, uh, right yeah. Why not? Uh, Will you? Yes, that'd be awesome. Bell yeah, I got, got something in the safe. <laughs> now, hold on. Now, hold on. I, sorry to be the green teen in the room, but he needs to take a safety and certification course first, and then we can go on the boat with our gun dad. Okay, I got time for a safety okay. and certification. Okay. I'm assuming <laughs> that takes about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's just uh, a video. The Unseelie has killed the entire Seelie court. Bacon takes about an hour. Uh, he goes down to this little safe. Uh, he pulls out this little like flintlock pistol thing, uh, and he teaches Balnor how to use it. Uh, Balnor now has a little gun. Does he try and spin it around? Oh, yeah. Uh, he shoots it off into space. Whoa, can't do oh, that. Easy there, easy there. You shot your shit, Balnor. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> All right. Let's well, get on this boat. Yeah, let's get, absolutely. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what? It doesn't serve anyone. Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. 
Thank you, everybody. You all say your goodbye to Biggin and the Gnomes and travel down to the docks of Free Spire. Uh, they're easy to find. You just head towards the ocean. There are many boats, sleek elven boats with ornate architecture of various sizes. And you also see very strange vessels, these beasts, big whales, and awakened sea turtles just like waiting there. Is it a dragon? Uh, wait, the dock? really? Because no, I not have, a dragon turtle. I have no. animal friendship stocked. You can try to steal a boat. If you'd like. But can I try and steal one of these, like, turtles? A turtle uh, to shuttle us? Do you want to cast Animal Friendship on a Yeah, because if I can last for 24 hours, I can keep casting it on Okay, it. go ahead and cast it. Uh, choose a beast you can see within range. It must see and hear you. The beast's intelligence is four or higher. The spell fails. Its intelligence is higher than four, certainly. In fact, you walk over to it and it goes, Oh, hey, how you doing there? I'm waiting for my friends to come back. Okay, we should beat it. Cheese right. it. Cheese it. Well, might not even need a spell. We you might just what? be able to convince it raw. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'll give you a shot. Hey, I'm going on a holy, righteous conquest. Okay. And I'd love to enlist your limber limbs. Well, I am a boat. Yeah. I'm supposed to stay with the Eladrin that brought me here. Have you ever... Thought that your life had more meaning than just ferrying an Aladrin around? Y'all, I don't think we should steal boats from the Aladrin. I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let this guy be. Maybe true. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to one of those like little like um candy candy dispensers for uh sea creatures. For like ducks and fish. Yeah, for like ducks and fish and just like feed it and then like get Ooh, on the pontoons. <laughs> if Moonshine's morality detector says that's a bad idea, I'm gonna trust that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys find Biggin's boat. It's this little speed boat with a motor and two big propellers on the back. There's a bubble that protects the driver and the passengers, uh, but that opens up as soon as you guys get close with the key. You see the runes glow. Uh, you can all fit in because it's meant to hold a bunch of gnomes. It looks relatively uh, simple to operate. There's a keyhole and a little gear stick. Technically, right. we should take a certification Who's driving class, the boat? I'm driving the boat. Hard yeah. one. It, the, the wheel is so teeny in your hands. <laughs> It, you're driving a go-kart, essentially. Wait, this right. is so cute. Wait, wait. Can Hardwin teach me how to drive? Yeah, so you just sort of jiggle the rune. Okay. There you go. Okay. Ten and two. Yeah. Like, really? High noon, baby? You I know sit, what I'm saying? I sit in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> this hand goes out the window, just like that. It's out the way the window, like back. that. So you guys... Um, travel into the beautiful, pristine, clear sea. When you look off into the distance, it looks blue, um, but all around you, it's like completely clear. Uh, the weather is perfect. It is a spring day. You guys probably lower the bubble, and you guys are... <laughs> bubble down. So, sea air in your hair, baby. You got the sea mm. air in your hair. Mm. Every day I'm casting Goodberry, and every day we're getting like a bunch of... Good berries. Uh, so you guys are sailing southwest towards where you know the winter court to be. Uh, this trip is going to take several days, so you're needing to kind of put it on autopilot and rest. Can we drag a little net behind us, see if we can catch any crawfish? Ooh! Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll for... Oh, uh, I don't trust it. No, roll, no, for, for, roll, roll for, for what you catch. All right. So I guess in... I got an 18! 18. 18. What do I add to it? Like nature? 21. 21. Okay. Um, so you guys kind of like put it on autopilot and have it just going south. Uh, you guys all go to bed. You wake up in the morning and there are merfolk in your net, like oh, many merfolk. So sorry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go. These like insectoid-looking um, fish people I'm that are like, trying to get out. Standing on the back of the boat with a uh, with, <laughs> with a harpoon. <laughs> 
I come free. I come free for sure. Say the word, moonshine. I understand, hard one, and I respect your hunter spirit, but I cut him free. We've got to eat. You got to but we'll we'll find other things. You guys see, as you guys are traveling for days and days, uh, you have run-ins with so much fey bullshit. Uh, You are called to by like sirens on islands of rock. You know, you just kind of like roll the windows up and you don't listen. Uh, you keep going. Well, hard um, one sw- swims straight for the rock. That's yeah. <laughs> I, have to be, I have to be physically restrained. And then I have to cast Charm Person on hard one to get him to not follow the siren's call. Yep. <laughs> I you should just... like, guys, your boat is so cool. You should come over here. Hard nope. left. <laughs> hard Lefty. port. Charm Person, animal friendship, everything I have on her. Gotta save a dad. Bye. You guys see um, various like merfolk cities and stuff like under the sea Dang. because the sea is all clear. Uh, okay. uh, you see giant. Quick, 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 quick. huddle up. I want hey, to explore up? a merfolk city. We I can't. breathe underwater. Moonshine. I have a spell that y'all can breathe underwater. Normally, you know I am the first one to be down for this bull honky, but my daddy is in big trouble. I know. Our timeline is so stringent, it's very tight. Okay, I go underwater and I leave a note with my number on it for a merfolk. <laughs> it's just like instantly the the paper gets so wet, the ink is so soggy. You see a merfolk uh, grabs it and reads it. Would they like, would they call her even if it wasn't? There's no way that you guys don't have numbers. All of this is nonsense. I have a speaking stone. Um, you guys see that there are these like giant porous sea sponges and coral turned into little rooms and homes and um, like various buildings and stuff in their little merfolk cities. I wave. Uh, all lit up under the sea. Yeah, you see a bunch of merfolk wave to you. It is so hard to just be passing this shit. So after a few days, uh, you see on this little clockwork navigation device that's in the boat that you're about halfway to your destination. But go ahead and give me a perception check. Hmm. Uh, 17. Mine is worse than that. 11. 19. Okay, so none of you guys feel this until it gets pretty close. This hmm. thing is swimming deep, deep in the water, not really affecting the waves or anything too close to you guys. But you suddenly see swimming parallel to you guys under you is this giant dragon turtle. This like big sea turtle that you guys saw that was docked in Free Spire um, was like a big creature, like it could fit all of you guys and probably one or two other people. This thing is gargantuan. This is one of the biggest things you've ever seen next to like the purple worm. Just this gargantuan gray sea turtle with the face of a dragon. Its skin is covered in bumps and spikes. The different sections of its enormous shell are all pointed into like little spikes. It's got algae growing all over its shell uh, and there's little feeder fish like picking away from it. I kind of give it the like wave that you do when you see someone in a car. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, He- Or on a boat. He nods nods at you. The dragon turtle surfaces, gives you guys, uh, with its fin, the little roll down the window (laughs) signal. Um, Hard one, could you, yeah. Yeah, I I pop the top. Uh, Beautiful afternoon there, buddy. Yes, it is, isn't it? Uh, You all have been summoned by the great sea crone. You'll need to go see her now. All right, we'll give her give her our best. Thank you very much. More 
about this? I was specifically told not to tell you any reason. How long is this going to take? I am a messenger. Are okay. you going to come I or understand. do I need to knock you out All and right. play with me? I were horse boys and I say maybe we just fucking pretend we're going to go. Okay. Or does anyone think No, I love I love lying. Or should we or should we just straight up go? Let's try to fogo okay. and then see what happens. Okay. 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 Uh yeah, I just got to spin this puppy around. One sec. Cool, I'll follow you. You do see that the dragon turtle is keeping pace with your boat. Just we gotta park the boat somewhere. You guys are still going downsies. Just trying to figure this out. I'm new to the boat. We gotta find a ramp. You see the dragon turtle goes up and bites the boat, grabs it. The boat completely stops. He well, goes, ho ho, everybody's calling me. All right, well, I'm glad. Thank you for helping us figure out how to stop this thing. I, I'm a new driver. I have an airship back he home. He didn't pass the certification. I passed the certification, Beverly. <laughs> I'll hook you in the right direction. Okay. Ray. I would like to cast Polymorph and turn him into a sweet golden retriever. What is the like language of, can you do it someone. to a dragon? The spell transforms a creature that you can see okay. within range into a new form. An unwilling creature must make a wisdom saving throw to avoid the effect. Got it. Okay. He will make a see wisdom saving throw. See if a puppy's biting the boat. He got a 19. Then okay. he's gonna pass, okay. Everybody God roll initiative. Yeah. That would have been so goddamn oh. good. Yeah, been good thinking, Moonshine. I got a three, five. I got a uh, nine. That is the dragon turtle's turn. On the dragon turtle's turn, it is going to let out a steam breath on all of you guys. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Oh dear. Um, you see just this spiral of steaming hot water explodes out of its mouth like a cyclone and comes at the boat. 18? Thir- 13 for Moon. Uh, 22. What did you get, Bev? 18. Okay, you save. Woo. You just save. Uh, Moonshine does 13. not, and Balnor does not save. Is it, is it a half damage situation? It is. Okay. You're rolling a lot of die right now, Mer. 51 damage. Okay, oh, this, I'm going to assume that's a once. That's halved for, um, so 25. I'm going to assume that's a once a day Balnor thing. is extremely hurt. Moonshine is extremely hurt. That is. God bless that plus one Um, hit. The boat is insanely fucked up. Uh, you see one propeller uh, completely breaks and goes off. All right, now, now you're fucked because this isn't even our boat. Uh, that is Moonshine. This sir. is a rental. Y'all, should we just fucking go with them? Or am I being a coward? No, I mean, we're. No! You we... gotta come with me, guys. Why? Because the sea crone said you have what to come. What does the sea crone want us to do? You have to give us more information. I don't have to see, say anything. She rules right. the sea. Well, then I'm the going to fill your gob with bad wishes and bad dreams <laughs> and also a blade. I'd like to see you try. Okay. okay. I'm going to do a fourth level lightning bolt. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Watcha. Watch a fucking crick call some fucking lightning, bitches. And he's got to do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. God, imagine if it was just a golden retriever. 14. Right <laughs> 14 does not save, bitch. So 29 damage. Nice. And then another six. So 34 he him, you like spit or 35 out. damage. Awesome. It gets right in his eye. Oh, not cool, man. Uh, Balnor's going <laughs> to shoot his gun. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, I yeah, I'm a gun dad now. Balnor's um, gun dad. He misses on the first shot. Poof. That's a Flintlock new gun. pistol goes off. 
Uh, misses on the second. He rolled a five. You, and a six. Get, you get the hang of it. Yeah. yeah you know, you gotta. Uh, Bev, your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my third level Aura of Vitality. Uh, healing energy radiates from you in an aura with a 30-foot radius until the spell ends. The aura moves with you, centered on you. You can use a bonus action to cause one creature in the aura, including you, to regain 2d6 hit points. Uh, cool. That's a concentration spell, so I've got to keep it going. I guess that's my turn. I don't think I can do any okay, other bonus stuff. Sweet. Um, that is... Hard one's turn. Um, I'm gonna run to the edge of the boat and okay. throw my javelin. Javelin? No, you can just hammer him from back there. He's right there. Yeah, but I, I think I want to throw the javelin because I want to call uh, the lightning. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Right. Ooh, yeah. Just Watch a dwarf call lightning. This dude. You're, t- you're gonna get zapped, dude. Zap this loser. That's fine. Use a luck point. <laughs> uh, Twenty-seven. Oh, that hits. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm gonna and I'm gonna call lightning. So that is one. D6. Oh, the feeder! F- you hit some of my feeder fish. Uh, another 17 damage. Shit. Cool. Woo. Woo, woo, woo. Do I get another attack? Yes. Yeah, With the same javelin. That javelin's gone. In the turtle. Turtle. It's in the turtle. Yeah, you should. You can strike. I'll let you. If you want to take an action, if you want to use your second attack to go grab your javelin back, I'll let you climb under the turtle with your movement and grab the javelin back. Okay. But otherwise, the javelin's gone. All right, so I want to go get my javelin back. Cool. Uh, you go do that. You're on top of the dragon right now. Yeah. So now I'm on the turtle. Okay. And I'm going to use action surge and hit him with the hammer. Sweet. Very Ooh. good. 18. Oh. Uh, does not hit. <gasps> uh, you bang into the shell. Strong-ass turtle. You got to aim for the soft. Yeah, I'm going to use a luck point. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Hard one. Aim for a soft, soft meat. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit the neck. Good lord, 15. 15 does not hit. Oh, it's a dark. I am rolling like shit. Okay, on the dragon turtle's turn, it is going to swim 40 feet. With me on it? With hard one (laughs) on it uh, in the opposite direction. What? Whoa. Uh, What? It's going to turn upside down. Bev, I taught you to drive the pool. Put hard one in the water, uh, and then it is going to attack hard one three times in the water. Uh, Three times? Sorry, Bev, this is just like so insane. Uh, hits on the first attack. We're not giving up yet. Believe it or not. That's hard one surefoot. He's 40 feet away, The right? dragon slayer. The honeybeard. The boat, the boat can get there. If Key of the honeybeard. But also, someone who can breathe underwater and has misty septic. 26 yep. on the first hit. Uh, that was its bite. Now it's going to take claw attacks. Okay. Uh, hits with the claws. Another 18 damage. This thing's strong. Mm. Uh, and then takes its last claw attack. 21 to hit. It hits. <laughs> okay. 15 damage on the last attack. All right. Um, so you, you guys see uh, hard, hard One is in Ooh. the water okay. uh, with this thing about 40 back. feet away. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. Okay, I am going to Misty Step 30 feet, basically to get closer to the turtle so that then I can use my action or my movement to swim to the turtle, and then I'm going to attack him to get him off Hard One. Sweet. You'd only need to swim like 10 feet. Go ahead and make your attack. Okay. Does a thirteen? A thirteen does not hit. You hit the shell when you're doing the music. Well, I still fucking spores him for six. Okay, you spores him for six. When you're doing the music, you should add a record scratch. (laughs) I would never dishonor Moonshine that way. That is Balnor's turn. (laughs) Shoot it on Balnor's turn. (laughs) Shoot it! Shoot it! (laughs) All right, bud. Uh, He'll shoot. Bless you. Uh, 
crits. Yes! So Balnor is gonna do, we'll say it's like javelin damage, it's like a d6. Um, so he does 15 damage with a crit, uh, and then he will take a second shot. There you go, good Rolls dead. a natural 18, he hits. Crack shot. Uh, he hits Woo, for yeah. another nine. Uh, Beverly, you're still on the boat Balnor with him. Gunslinger. You see he <laughs> blows the smoke off the top of his pistol. Dang, Dad Cobb. Um, that is Bev's turn. I want to, um, like a knight on horseback, slice him while driving the boat. Okay, great. So you basically use your movement. You get down into the boat. Adjust. Um, boat Adjust. has boat has kind of same movement as this dragon turtle. You are able to ride up next to him. Go ahead and make an attack. Cool. Uh, does a 22 hit? It does. Woo! That's 11 for the hit. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to do a... I'm going to save my last slot for Revivify just in case. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good idea, bud. All right. But I do... Um, I am going to do a second level Divine Smite, which is 3d8. Sweet. Because I'm not, like, super ready to go on, like, a just let's save someone's life quest yet. No, yeah, I'm invested in the current quest. It would be a bummer to not see your dad because we had to bring one of us back to life. Especially if it was Baldor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You're that was off mic. That was off mic, dude. Um, it's 18. 18. Sweet. Yeah. And then did you get the first damage I did? Yes. Cool. So that's my first attack. Awesome. Hello. Go ahead and do another one. Um, cool. Uh, does a 21 hit. It does. Great. Uh, should I just do another Divine Smite? Yeah, yes, I'm going to do it. Cool. Absolutely. So I'm basically like, I You're take the so slash. You're so powerful. And then I U-turn around and slash again. Okay, so that's going to be 12 damage. And then let me add 3d8 to that. Cool. 11. Sweet. 11 extra damage there. Okay. <laughs> I want so everyone then, at home to know like the look that Emily has. <laughs> what the fuck? Kaladins do a lot of damage. Yeah. That's when what I, they do. When I get down to business, uh, when that, dads are on me, the line, I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done. Do you have a bonus action? Yeah. As my bonus action, I heal Balnor using RF Vitality for 2d6 hit points. Uh, eight hit points. Sweet. Cool. That is Hard One's turn. Hard One, you are in the water. This giant dragon turtle just fucked you the fuck up. Cool. All right, sweet. So I'm going to I'm gonna call my spirit daddies by saying, uh, Gemma, hey, me again. Uh, send the guardians. Guardians <laughs> show up also in bathing suits again. We have another. We, yeah, we had another dragon to kill. Oh, oh, dragon turtle. Mm -hmm. We're going to die. No, we're going to be good. Coldane, oh, you're crazy. Oh, you have a little faith. You're crazy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And then I'm going to use a bonus action and look at Beverly's. Sweet. Oh, wait, you know what? Actually, I'm going to use my second wind. Nice. Okay. That is Dragon Turtle. Uh, going to roll to see if he gets his breath back. He does. On its turn, flips back over. Hard one and Moonshine, you guys go into the water. Flips back up. Uh, everybody give me a constitution saving throw for the steam breath. Okay. Oh, going to reroll that one. 16. 20. Sweet. A natural 20. 26. I just rolled a 1 and then 20. That's fine. Um, that always feels good. Moonshine and Balnor take the full thing. Fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> How are you doing? Not good, Bob. 51 damage. I'm down. Balnor, Balnor <laughs> goes down. Uh, boat, <sighs> is, boat is destroyed. Fully destroyed? Yeah. It's like wrecked. It starts sinking. All right. So it's just me and Hard One up. That is Moonshine's turn. Moonshine, go ahead and give me a death save. Mm, I don't like that. <clears throat> 
14. 14 is a pass. Let's see if Balnor can do the same thing. He's going to roll death save. And he does do the same thing. He also gets a 14. Cute. That is Bev's turn. <laughs> Hard one, what should I do? Um, fucking. We're just going to go see the sea crone. I don't want to kill your friends. Uh, I. You guys don't have a boat anymore. I could take you. Yeah, even, All if, right. even if we win the battle now. I lay down my sword. Smart move. He looks over at you, hard one. You put your weapon down too, and then you can get on my shell, and you can heal your friends. Okay. Fine. We All heal right. them. We, we put our weapons down. Cool. You guys put your weapons down. Um, you can lay hands. You can do all of your stuff. You guys cool. heal Moonshine and Balnor back I up. Feed her, I feed Moonshine some of uh, the good berries. And if you do good <gasps> Biggin's boat sinks. Oh, RIP. Uh, I'm never going to get laid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I healed them right. up for 20 each. Okay. So let's get the story straight. There was a rock outcropping. We tried to avoid yeah. it. The boat We're crapped actually, out. What if we just said pirates? That's oh, that's a good, good one. too. Pirates. We could just say dragon turtle. That's pretty cool. You believe yeah, that? Yeah, that's true. We could just tell him the truth, dragon huh, turtle. gang? You know what? I feel Moonshine, like... what do you see in that guy? <laughs> All right, Bell. Just in I general. What do I see in that guy? Yeah. He does it. Give you me know, your gun. You know, his hospitality just moved me. Um, and I think you blew it when you uh, shit in front of all of us in the hotel room. I would say <laughs> I was that. Drunk. Yeah, there was, I was also very that, drunk. That time where I had, had, shit I had 12 butt heavies <laughs> and some magic like, potions. Give me a break. I love, Give me a goddamn I love break. dissolving boundaries and yeah. personal relationships, but I guess shitting in front of someone that you have yeah, romantic I mean, involvements with is. Right. You're saying, like, what went wrong when you shit in front of her? And that's shit in front of all You of hear her. the dragon hurdle goes, Wait, you shit in front of her, dude? <laughs> It was a magic wall. It was kind of iffy whether or not it was. Yeah, gonna... it was into space. Oh, well, if it was into space, that's one thing. Can I um, use a little less touch hands? Because I know that Moonshine can heal herself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like, I guess I'll use. You guys use... can take a short rest while you're oh, riding Yeah, this. I'm going to use all Great. my business to get up to good again. Well, if we're doing a short rest, then I'll just use as much as is necessary. Um, so you guys sail off to the east. And after about a day, um, though the sun doesn't change at all, but just after about another eight or nine hours. Day. So are we going in the opposite direction of where we need to go? Yes. <sighs> Motherfucker. Okay. <clears throat> Moonshine's going to turn to the dragon turtle and say, Hi, uh, sorry to bother you mid-swim. I was wondering if this powerful crone uh, has any way to sort of bend time or help us recompense this detour well i don't totally know about that but the sea crone is extremely powerful uh moonshine go ahead and give me an insight check yeah i like that Uh, (laughs) all right okay that's gonna be a 22 moonshine the fact that this dragon turtle this enemy that is the strongest thing you've ever fought is acting as a glorified messenger boy for whoever the sea crone is, is pretty telling. Does the dragon turtle seem impressed that we did so much damage to it? I thought you guys would just give up or, like, maybe get a couple attacks in and maybe I'd do, like, one steam breath, but you guys were pretty good. Usually I just own people, like, right away. Yeah, so. it felt good to swap paint with you, you yeah, know? Yeah, that was good. I was got, I have, if I'll be completely honest, I have 341 hit points, and you guys got me down to 215, so this is the worst I've felt in a long time. Jesus. <laughs> I, I kind of, like, 
rub his head a little bit. You oh, know, no love you. lost. Thank you. Can I put some like? Do you want like maybe a little graffiti or like a decal on your shell? <laughs> that would be a great dishonor oh. to me. But do you the want gr- graffiti? Oh. The grouper fish like to eat the algae off of me. If you'd like to just eat some algae off my head or something. Oh, sure. Can I eat your algae in a way that sort of graffitis you? Why do you want to graffiti me so bad? Just eat my algae. I think it's an honor. Moonshine, just eat the algae. You just want to write something? I eat the like, algae in the way that it says crick on the side <laughs> of his shell. You deface this ancient beast. Uh, and finally, this dragon turtle gets you to your destination. A small island with three ramshackle huts. There is a single tree there with brown dead palm leaves. He pulls up to the shore and he signals for you guys to get off. Well... Good luck with the sea crown. I wish you the best on your journey. Oh, good. Well, so, thank God you ate my fucking boat and brought us to this deserted island. Not well, your boat. We're never going to find it. not deserted. He's the a loose sh- cannon. Don't worry about there. him. I swing my hand at the turtle. <laughs> no! <laughs> I stand in front of Hold me back! Hold me! <laughs> All right, dude. It's over. It's over. I it's hold, over, hard I one. hold hard one back hard because one, I know over. that that's what he needs right now. I'm going to kick this guy's ass. I <laughs> kick my ass. I will. I hold hard one back. 1v1 one 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 me, dude. Make a big production about it. 1v1 <laughs> one 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 me. Than it is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, suddenly, you guys see uh, over your shoulder while you're talking to this dragon turtle, uh, you see this old sea hag, hunchbacked and blue-skinned. She's got long, stringy hair like seaweed that sticks out from under a cloak, this patchwork fabric of sewn-together rags. She cocks her head and smiles at you with rotten yellow teeth, and suddenly, you guys are cuffed at your ankles and your wrists with dimensional shackles. Uh, Oh. These gold chains covered in runes that crackle with energy anytime you move. Uh, And the sea hag is suddenly over your shoulder. She went from smiling at you to suddenly at the edge of this island. You don't look like you have any Werther's originals, and that worries me. (laughs) Don't! You're all gonna come with me! What do you want? What is it you desire from us? Shut the fuck up! She smacks you. Oh! All right, you're all coming with me! You see two more arms burst out of her chest, and she grabs each of you by the back of your necks. You are powerless to stop her as she drags you off towards one of her huts. But on the wind, you catch the faintest hint of baby's breath and lavender. Wait a minute. Holy shit. And that's where we'll no, be the session. No, no, no. Let me in the hut. Dimensional shackles. Oh, no. She's in another plane. Ah! Alanis. You, you do. We're not ending this episode. We're still playing. Let's finish this episode, though. Let's wrap it, okay, and we'll keep okay, playing. Okay. Um, yeah, guys, we'll talk about all this over at the short rest. Uh, go over to patreon.com slash nadpod. N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Woo! I shan't sing yet. I shan't sing yet. You guys are too into it. Um, <laughs> head on over to our Patreon. Um, guys, we have a lot of projects to plug. I guess watch Big City Greens or whatever. Yeah, guys, watch Hot Date on Netflix. Um, it's me and Emily's sketch show. You can buy our book. Uh, hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Emergency Contacts, a satirical relationship advice book. Uh, it's available on Amazon and on Audible. Uh, and you guys can watch uh, Fantasy High. It's on Dimension 20 College yeah. streaming service. It is a uh, D&D play show. If you got uh, the itch. Me and Emily. 
EPL says, uh, football podcast and uh, beard oil. Brothersistercode.com, baby. Ooh, mm-hmm. use it on your pubes. You, yeah. Nice. Use it on your pubes. Use them on <laughs> your pubes, y'all, and follow us on Twitter. Use- <laughs> I'm hawking pube oil. Hey. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at THMurph is me, at Caldy is Caldwell, at Astrid is Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz is I'm actually Jake. a pube oil salesman on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are the Come on, we are the Perfect. We got it. Let's record another episode. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven. Brad spends most of his days watching movies to make sure they don't have jump scares and are thus safe for his cowardly relatives to enjoy. Jay Lomas, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration. Instead of using a standing desk at work, Steelbreaker just does a continuous eight-hour squat. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by... By a floating army of blades at all times, sometimes before killing a foe, Dylan gives them a stylish haircut just in case they were planning on having an open casket ceremony. Danny P., Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One Senior Portrait at the Dwarfenage, but did it in a super abstract neo-cubist style. Hard One hated the piece and returned it to Danny, who later sold it for 5 million gold. Tom P., father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies, Tom is the only person who can successfully use sleep charms on fey babies, or as he calls them, fabies. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike. Spencer actually invented Budweiser beer. The only thing Anheuser-Busch invented was jumping through a dimensional portal in order to steal Spencer's recipe. Griffin SD, aka the stranger, the silver dragonborn eldritch knight, ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern, and now the proud owner of a cool fixie bike, Unfortunately, their tail gets in the way when riding it, but now they're in the best shape of their life. Maybe Griffin will finally start dating again? Tune in next week to find out. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia. You could wrap Beardman's Dan beard around the globe three times and still have enough beard left to dip in your soup, which is exactly what Dan does every time he's hungry. Scott D, a fancy pants practitioner of prantomancy. It's a very silly skill that Scotty uses to thrill and also kill. That's right. Prantomancy is no joke. Scott has taken hundreds of lives and must be stopped at all costs. Aaron C., the homeless man that was used by the Band of Boobs to distract the Chosen back in Galateron. Aaron later bought the sandwich cart where Beverly bought his Reuben sandwich and changed the name to Howlin' Hobo's Hoagie Hut. It was recently voted bad by the Galateron Free Beacon. Hermes W., the Bat King, as a king hermes is too lazy to hunt for food luckily their friend the bait king hooks hermes up with free crickets on the regular rjw a regular at the nightcap rj was the first person to ever take a piss into space they thought about taking a shit but realized it'd be in poor taste and decided to hold it spartus runs a barbarian pizza shop in free spire called saparos the secret ingredient is the fresh blood of their victims and also cumin 
Adam R., the R-rated assassin, currently teaming up with their old partner, the TV MA Marauder, in order to kill a politician who is currently trying to outlaw porn. Cassandra MHP, aka Cassandra Max HP, sometimes during the heat of battle, Cassandra will cast first-level cure wounds on themselves just to lighten the mood. It's a guaranteed crowd pleaser. Danielle the Dastardly Dame. Danielle is so dastardly that she positioned all the frozen green knights in embarrassing and sexually compromising positions. Poor form, Danielle. QC, aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Hugh actually invented putting your speaking stone in a cup and making it sound louder for parties, a true legend. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. If you're driving home and Google Maps says they found a new route that will save you five minutes on your commute, that's Manny personally bashing cars to a pocket dimension to get you home sooner. Daniel Yu, aka Multifor, the many faced magician. One of Daniel's many faces is actually Manny the Mundane. If you're in line at the airport and then someone who looks like Manny cuts in front of you and steals the last overhead bin, that's Danny, baby. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan spins every Tuesday at the nightcap and doesn't even charge. They're in it for the infinite sliders. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword, and member of the Horde. That's right, Jeff is actually a 10-foot-tall giant orc with beautiful pierced tusks. Azeroth is yours to claim, Jeff. Good luck. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick barkitect. Cutter's dream project is to turn Yadrissel, the world tree whose very branches hold aloft the many planes of existence existence into one big-ass Bukita Beppo. Lex Sketch, the escape artist, has never gotten the record time on an escape the room. John S., aka Schubert the Mushroom, sometimes when it gets cold in the caverns of Cragwater, Schubert will saute himself a little to chase the chill out of his bones and get a nice hearty stink going. Ryan M., a cobbler of elven leaf boots, you'd think they're sewn together with gentle threads of dandelion fuzz, but actually no, Ryan uses an iron mallet and nails forged in the flames of hell. Elena C. Forges iron mallets and nails in hell. Andrew M., the Togold's personal toe painter, recently caused a stir when they encouraged Martha Togold to wear an uncharacteristic silver polish at the Hilm Home public pool. Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, recently did a very sought after residency at Savannah's beloved Jalapenos, where they introduce everyone to their newest creation, the old fashioned Rita. It's where you make an old fashioned, then just unceremoniously dump it into a margarita. Victor T, Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, is currently weeping over a letter from his father that can now be found at Vienna's Military Museum of History in an exhibit titled Letters from the Front Line of World War One." Justin I, a non-violent barbarian who's channeled their primal rage into a very successful demolition business, is currently making a killing off all the public works programs Theala's been commissioning. Clayton M., a claymation Dalmatian who just lost their job at the fire station, their tender clay body just kept melting on the job. The professional, the only lawyer to successfully beat Papa on litigation, the professional was so confident in their defeat, they actually appealed their own victory, had it declared a mistrial, then went ahead and beat Papa again in the retrial. Jacob C., an ethical druid who makes a vegan jambalaya so good, Munch 
Moonshine couldn't even tell the difference. Elena M., a bard who peddles exclusively in dirty limericks, some of which are so well-written they'll bring you to tears, not of laughter, of beauty. McPucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, was working on the Bear Prince's SoundCloud, but after last week's episode, terminated their contract. Earl and Kathleen L., a mixed doubles tennis team whose recent upset in the Galateron Open got them a three-foot-tall mithril trophy and also saved them from execution. Jibe G., a honey-tongued philanthropist who maxed out their charisma modifier just so they could more effectively solicit donations for the Dwarfenage. Corbin A, a samurai living in Bohemia, but since samurai aren't a thing in Bohemia, everyone just calls Corbin a noble sword dude. Atlas Storm Reaper, a super powerful warrior who unfortunately shares their last name with Bohemia's favorite Gatorade flavor, Grey Storm Reaper. Jostrich, a jazzy ostrich. They're one hip cat, but you know, also an ostrich. E.L. Drag, aka the Dragonaut, the inventor of the eponymous knot, a Dragonaut, which every green teen is required to know. It's a knot that's tied loosely but looks tight and is exclusively used in scenarios when you're pretending your friend is actually your prisoner to get into the good graces of a foe. Cameron C., an Asimar who fucking hates the show Angel, swears David Boreanaz is not believable as an angel. PJW, a.k.a. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. In fact, Charo's tail's mind is so keen, it's currently getting its PhD in the anthropology of gnomish tinkering at Galateron U. Damiel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin, Damiel offers those who wish to travel to the Valley of Frigid Death a ride, then if they accept, says, psh, right, I was joking, idiot, and hooves away, kicking as much snow in their faces as possible. Nicholas R., a.k.a. St. Cricolus. Chris crosses the skies of Bohemia being pulled by a glorious zombie griffin. They also keep Glad's mummified corpse up front, riding shotgun. It's adorable. Jennifer V., a very tiny free fairy with a real big attitude. Jennifer is so small that travelers often confuse them for a nanorfly. Destin C., a hollow body that was just too hot for Ilsa to inhabit. He tried, but no one in Bohemia could stop hitting on him when he in- inhabited Destin, so he had to bail. Devin B. manages a really chill bodega where Balnor buys all his tuna. Devin's bodega has a tabaxi lounging in the window and has sold a big winner in the Galateron scratch-off sweepstakes. Michael L., an Esri bubble boy who literally lives in a bubble. It's kind of like the Jetsons, only Michael has way cooler clothes because they shop at Renee's. Sam H., an alchemist who invented Alanis' scent. One time, Ulfgar wandered into Sam's shop just to see what was up and then suddenly broke down weeping. It really weirded Sam out. Kelvin Noodles, a pasta elemental, doesn't have a water daughter, but does have a Noki blokey and an angel hair angel. Christian H., a.k.a. Sergio Salazar Salmon, Solomon Sicarius de Sequini, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on the skin. When the band was running from the free fairies, Christian offered themselves to help the crew swing across the ravine, but they jumped like a bunch of dolts. Trele, the crayfay, who was recently spayed? Why? Aaron G., master of the banishment spell. Aaron banishes Airlines that charge people to bring a carry-on. Fuck your hidden fees, says Aaron G. Eric B., an iron dwarf who is currently on vacation in Smuggler's Bounty. Just a big, hulking iron soldier in a big suit playing a VR snowboarding game. Picture that. Jory S. defeated a dragon turtle and now lives inside its hulking shell. Jory saved a lot of money sourcing material by killing his house in battle rather than going to Home Depot. Alucard, a reverse Dracula who sleeps standing up and turns into a human from a bat. Alucard also has inverted fangs and wears a bolo instead of a bow tie. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section, also a licensed moil who performed their own bris, Mazel Tov. 
Adam H. lost 15 pounds on Josh Fit, then found out they were eating halfling and stopped, but then saw some of their gut back and shamefully went back on the diet. Adam looks hot as hell. Kyle McHugh, a bard in a punk rock band who once played Old Betsy during their cover of Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Colin G. used to be the funniest guy at the Crick until Old Cobb came around. Ryan, Hard Ones Ram, has the thickest quads of any goat in the realm, and it's all thanks to his loving human, Hard One Shorefoot, whose sheer girth made Ryan's legs swell with muscles and with pride. Big Buck, a sexy ranger in a two-piece safari suit who loves to showcase all the rams they've killed by motioning to them in a very inelegant way. Richard F., a gnome who partied too hard at Biggins and choked on their own puke only to wake up as a honey goblin. Get the honey! Taylor S, a.k.a. Trask the Traveler. Though Trask always travels while playing pickup basketball, they roll so well on their deception that the ref never calls it. Everyone hates playing against Trask, but they love playing with them. John WG, the philanthropic rogue who uses their sneak attack to give their pals a quick neck shave when the line is looking a bit raggedy. Thanks for the edge up, John. Troy McSee uses the bodies of their dead foes as a shield and as an extra passenger so that they can use the HOV lane during rush hour. Now that's rolling with it advantage. Cannibalistic Cthulhu usually feasts on the madness that dwells in the hearts of mankind, but has been trying to cut back. They recommend Oat Madness. It's a little pricier, but is equally drenched in the internal suffering of humanity. Sam L., a super cuddly bugbear called the Snug Bear. Despite their downy, soft appearance and friendly giggles, they will still suffocate you to death at a moment's notice, so heads up. Dom R., a 1HP zombie skeleton who dips their bones in a molten mithril. Currently looking to join a campaign in the hopes of finally crushing your dungeon master spirit. Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, has piston-powered packs that can perform nearly 60 flexes per second. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger. After being briefly shut down for a rat-related health inspection, Blitzbrig is back, and better yet, the rats are in a union now. Solidarity, my squeaky brothers. Caleb Storm, the love child of Cord himself. Caleb's legendary strength comes from years of celestial roughhousing. They are now on a quest to grow strong enough to defeat their father or at least force him to tap out. Andrew A, a fey wild bee from another colony. Andrew hates the Big Bang Theory and instead watches nothing but Don't Trust the Bees in Apartment 23's. Nicholas C has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, currently filming Leaving Las Vegas on site in the Fey Wild and is expecting to wrap in 40 years. Matt L, the only chosen knight who has had sex. They were later personally executed by Theala for being super badass and an absolute player. Targat, owner and proprietor of Bohemia's beloved general store, Targat. The best place to find modern home decor and electronics alike. There's currently a special on mushroom glow lights, but don't worry, Schubert, they're artificial. Mike H, a Feywild bullywug. To the untrained eye, Mike looks like a regular frog, but to the trained eye, Mike looks like a regular frog with a very large knife. Kevin asks a turtle dragon, not to be confused with a dragon turtle. Kevin is just a regular-sized turtle with wings who steals cabbage from farmers. Tribble, a three-beaked duck that guards an enchanted pond in the middle of Hillhome. Nana kindly feeds Tribble bread every day, but keeps refusing the magic swords they offer her. Garrett M., a fearless knoll who rides Yenoba dune style. They also have a beautiful head of luscious locks and looks like a young Kyle McLaughlin if he were also a dog. Matthew E., a fey mermaid who was looking to offload 
put a few plus five magic weapons to the first party of adventurers that sailed by. Guess you could always sell them on eBay, huh, Matthew? Samuel B., the world's hottest vampire. Unfortunately, Samuel can't see the reflection, so they'll never know how truly hot they are. Trust us, though, Sam. You smoking. B-Money, a fast-talking, deal-making money goblin. There's only one thing this goblin's after, and it sure as hell ain't honey. Tilford G, the only person in the nightcap's thousand pint club. Tilford has drained so many of Biggin's sweaty push-up cocktails that their strength is now permanently 30. Also, they can't fit through doors anymore. Queso weight class winner Zach H, the only keyblade wielder in all of Bohemia. Zach is desperately trying to save people's hearts from darkness, but keeps failing miserably. Zach also hangs out with an actual dog and duck they call Goofy and Donald, and honestly, it's kind of sad. And finally, Matt C, aka Matty Big Crits. Matty choked on a huge meatball and almost died, but then he rolled a nat 20 on regurgitating that bad boy, and now he's back for Matty's next crit. He's going to reevaluate the way he was living his life and finally finish that novel he's been working on. And that's it, guys. There are so many of you. I've completely lost my voice. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Head on over to the Patreon page patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to the short rest we'll catch you guys next time goodbye that was a headgum podcast <laughs>